The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too My brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm your New Year's baby and sweet 30 under 31, Griffin McElroy. It's, we're, mo- we're modern than ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, baby. We're in those sci-fi years now. It's the most modern we've ever been. People say we weren't going to make it, and we did. Looks like we made that? it. Who said that? A lot that? of naysayers. Point them out. Name them one by one. Name names. Alan Alda. Alan Alda said that? Damn, Classic. I don't want to burn Alan Alda, but if he's talking a bunch of shit about our ability to make it, then... Yeah, he's... he doubted us, and I guess we showed him. You but... know what? I, it bugs me out especially, because like, I just talked to him like a week ago, and he was like, I always said you guys would make it. That's the two-timing. That's the thing. Wow. You know, way to start 2018 off on a bad foot to find out that Alan Alda is a two-faced son of a gun. Uh, I feel a little at at sea, though, gentlemen, because we are in a new year, and yet, we, in a in a sense, we aren't. Yeah. In a sense, we are still in a sort of limbo. Yes, because we have not sort of thematically uh, found what this year is going to be about. So uh, we've had a lot of people tweeting at us. And I'm not um, sure that they've necessarily helped us. We're, I, they've only, if only anything, they've added more C by giving us a billion very good suggestions of what the year should be. And and uh, just listen, I can't stress enough how much I appreciate the, the participation which everyone has has put forth. But rhyming teen with things is easy and could apply to any year. So yes, right. serpentine worked because it's like seventeen, but serpentine. Yeah, yeah. Even that was a stretch. I think we that can was all a stretch, agree. But you can't just say like twenty eight clean, because that could be that could be anything. Like that uh, could be this year or next year. I guess twenty twenty would have. I wanted to float one, and we haven't. Can we we agree didn't talk that twenty twenty is going to be looking forward. That's not what twenty twenty means, but sure. Okay. Um, Clear vision. Let's. I want to float this one because we didn't talk about it last time but I think it's a I think it's powerful I think it has power okay. and it is um 2000 and late teen and it's like the black eyed peas song but it's uh-huh, obviously uh-huh. T- it's been 10 years 10 years since yeah. that tune and we're all really looking forward to the anniversary I don't think I speak for yeah I think I speak the, for all the of reunion. us. The reunion. The, they're going to blow the horn of Gondor, and the, the peas will become, will get back together in the when same way. William you know. and Taboo and, and Ferguson. F- Ferguson and Here's one from app. Percival Press who says, who says, 20 trampoline, time to bounce back. Now, now, when you sent that one in, did you know that you're going to change my life on a personal spiritual level because uh, maybe this is the year we get specific about it and it's like this is it go buy a fucking trampoline and get hot ah. ooh, and then ooh, ooh, 20 20 trampoline higher and higher 
Now, now I will say thing, though, I did just say that this is just like rhyming the teen part. Shh, 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 okay. No, 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 no. Twenty bait teen. We're going fishing. Who's That's that? Ty- Tyler Petty says twenty. No, is that bait like teen. a literal? Like um, we're literally going like, fishing, or is this so, like catfishing? I think a lot of parts of fishing seem chill to me. Yeah. The one I can't do, I'll fuck up a worm. I don't care. Yeah. But when the fish is on the hook. Too bad. That's, a, I, yeah. I can't close that deal. What do I do with this slimy fella? It's you a big not, worm. If you think about maybe it's a big worm with eyes and mouth, it'll help. But mm-hmm. no, it won't. And I can convince myself that that worm has done some shit. You know what I mean? But like, I look at a fish, and I'm like, that fish is never it didn't hurt do nothing. A soul. It's never. That might be. That might wrong. be. Might be somebody's grandpa with a bunch of stories that they got dropped down in the water, transfigurized. Right, or it could be Don Knotts. You never. Could be Don know. Knotts. Most fishes are. Uh, also, there's a obviously people are going to take that one and run with it in a sort of masturbatory direction and. Mm. Um, that's its own, that's its own, uh, can of worms to continue I, talking about can worms. We, can we go there just one step further? Do we already talk about 20 Master 18? We 20 should. 20 Master 18 is achievable. <laughs> 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 Easily um, achievable, I would say. Um, I want to try to avoid, what I liked about Serpentine, it's, it's very personal. And I think that we want to, I don't want any that could be easily disappointing like which one was building bridges 2016 building bridges okay that required actually two people on either end to sort of like get it done you know nobody builds a bridge from one end and then but that's good i see i i would argue that we need to move back in that direction as opposed to having more years about you know individual distrust of the 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 system and almost neil breen-esque distrust of the system and more and more of uh like where we can get i'm just guys i can't get away from this image of two horses getting doubly strong or triply strong because of their friendship pulling this big cart we call life uh a, a few people have suggested 20 gay teen which i love except for it is phonetically indistinguishable from twenty gate teen, and I don't want people to think that we're we're very kind of putting up putting up barriers. Um, now I like this one from Warrior Princess, who suggested twenty blade teen, the year of Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> Just Once again, specific. That's some specificity. Specific. Everybody can get into Wesley Snipes this year. Also twenty slay teen, but that could break bad yeah. pretty fast. I pretty think. quick. Yeah, that's the problem with a lot of the a lot yeah. of these. Apparently, eight rhymes with a lot of sort of. I mean, it hate like it. Rhy- it rhymes with a lot right. of words that I don't think we want to make the sort of the, twenty the motto. skate teen bringing back rollerblades. 20, 20 skate teen back from the brink. Mm, twenty skate teen. Back I feel from like the I'm brink. really fucking good at coming up with the subtitles and really bad at coming up with the year names. Hmm. <sighs> Because we did talk about, like, uh, Mount Up, and somebody suggested uh, 20 Regulate Teen, and I'm sorry that I can't remember. Or just uh, Regulate. No, we got, I mean, we got a billion people saying, like, how could you not say Regulate Teen after saying Mount Up as much as you did? Yes. And I don't know that that's the right spirit of the of the, of the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I now, have one that I'm very enthusiastic about. Okay. Because I can't, like I said, the horses, that's very much our thing. Pulling carts. 
working together, friendship, love. Last last episode or last non-live episode, I suggested 2018, Stronger Together. And we got a lot of tweets from people concerned about 2018 being sort of the thing because it sounds like almost a Paul Ryan-esque sort of challenge to mention that specifically in the moment i believe yes Yes. um so how about this and we've gotten this from a lot of people i can't claim credit for it but i think it's kind of great collaborating stronger together because that can mean anything that just means two hearts two minds two souls or more Many it souls, is, many hearts are minds. It's important to me, Griffin, that it does not mean anything. It has to, we need to give it some sort of boundaries, I think, for it to be an effective year. I do like collaborating. Well, that's it. That's I, it. It, 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 could mean, it could mean like creatively, if you have a thing that you want to do that you struggled with or been hesitant to do, get somebody else, a like-minded individual on board who can help you like fulfill your dreams. It can also mean like get involved with something that's important to you. Maybe let's go fucking rain fire down on the midterm elections, just a fucking biblical reckoning on those, uh-huh, on them shits. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm very into that. Collaborate team. We're stronger together. So you're, uh, str- you're strong I, alone, but we're stronger together. It could be collaborating as far as like, as Griffin said, creativity or like, uh, uh, you know, like social action. But it could also be like accountability. You know what I mean? Like having a friend that you like keeps you on track of your writing project while you keep not necessarily working together. So much is just like that, like it, horse it is necessarily the- working together. It is, it but just- that's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be working together on the same project. So much it could be working together to help one of you finish to help something. one another become stronger. Yes. Validate one another. That's validate team. Here's validate one. Validate teen's pretty good. From John, who says, "Navigate teen, all hands on deck." <laughs> I love that. I love sailing. I love nautical. That sort mm-hmm. of vibe. What are we navigating though? Just life's it. choppy waters. Just, just it, navigating thing. it. We're just navigating it. This this big blue spaceship we call Earth. Hmm. I'm mm. I'm listen. I'm willing to throw uh my hat I, I hat over the fence. My weight throw behind. Your, it, why did you just throw a hat at Collaborate Teen? I That's don't know, rude. but I I'm I'm willing to throw my support behind uh, Collaborate Teen. I think um, that I think I, that's my that's my Huckleberry because okay. not only do I like the spirit of it, I also like that we would we wouldn't have to say twenty at the beginning of it every time. Yeah, which I think is a little played, a little played at this point, and we're gonna keep doing it for the next what in eighty two years, and then when twenty yeah when two thousand one hundred and eighteen rolls around, we can just do it again. Yeah, so I think collaborating stronger together. And then just the picture of a bunch of horses pulling the world out of orbit. Yes. Maybe maybe pulling it so that like global warming's not an issue anymore. Pulling it away from the sun. <laughs> yeah, we moved one degree over, one and one centimeter. That's out of how, our that's orbit. how we're gonna fix this whole thing. Just get a little bit further away from the sun. Not very far, but just a little very bit further. far. Which it I actually think achievable. will give us like one more day a year. That's just like a rest day. Yeah. I actually think that that's a future Rama plot now that I'm thinking about it. But anyway, stronger together. Justin, can we? do we have a consensus? I just want to make sure we've thought about all the different things. Well, hum a few more at us, big boy. Uh, do you guys know what spate means? <laughs> I, d- I don't, but I thought there might be something there. I, I think it's like a fight. It's like we're, No, that's a spat, isn't it? Spate. Okay, spate is a large number of similar things or events appearing in or occurring in quick succession. I mean, this is that, nothing. 
that's nothing. I okay. Let me pitch one out that we did talk about earlier that I wanted to like wanted to to give one more chance here. Okay, twenty, 20 slates clean. Uh, but like, I still have the same reservations about it, and that I don't want anybody to start over. I don't want anybody to start over. That's the sentiment that might have carried us into 2017. We're like, boy, 2016 sucked. 2017 slates clean. Let's do this thing. And 2017 was like a dump and it dumped all over. And then it was like, wow, I wish I hadn't had a clean slate. I wish I had had some of my, some of my experience points left over from the previous year to help, to help, you know, bolster me going into this new game. Plus 2018, we're a little bit wiser. Now we know it's time to, it's time to, you know, it, is this collaborating or twenty collaborating? Because I twenty collaborating is such a vicious mouthful. It it it's actually so stung bad. my mouth to say it. I think collaborating, but it's like now. Losing. What about Justin? Can I take your idea and just put a little spin on it? Uh, sure, not my idea, but go on. Blank slate teen, and it's just all about the movie Blank Slate. Let me hit blank, you with ooh, this. Me blank check teen. Uh huh. <laughs> How about? Captivate teen can't look away from what now exactly. once again that's a that's a good turn of phrase i guess but not super actionable as far as what to do this year aspirate teen just breathe no just breathe. aspirate is when you choke on your own vomit <laughs> well yeah don't but after ask, don't that, aspirate teen. <laughs> fluoridate teen nope keep those teeth no germinate teen watch it grow Watch what grow? This is the thing you keep referencing these, <laughs> it, these arcane it. subjects. <laughs> Lubricate teen, get it wet. Jesus now, God, Justin. now hold on. <laughs> this might, we might have something here. Now get what yet? You might be wondering the year. <laughs> get the year wet. Just a sloppy, slimy year. Machinate teen, watch the gears turn. Now, okay. Once again, what does that mean? <laughs> What it means? Devise a plan. And Devise a plan and watch it. Watch the gears watch turn. Watch it grow. Get it wet. Um, Elucidate cr- teen becoming clear. Wait, no, that makes it sound like we're we're Scientologists. becoming Scientologists. Hey, yeah. maybe maybe this is it. Maybe this is the year. This is the year. Relocate teen. Twenty twenty eighteen. Time to audit. <laughs> okay. There's someone with like illuminate, but it's about Illuminati. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, but that's literally all you just said, and it wasn't much. Uh, okay. All right. I think We've the done our due diligence at this collaborate point. Collaborate I think, is, is, the, is the standout. So I think we can officially say it at this point, that uh, this year, the year of our Lord 2018, has been redubbed Collaborate And, and you don't got to do this, you don't got to do this today. Who is our Lord that was born 2018 or whatever years ago? Who, what Lord are we referencing here? Uh, the one true Lord, Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, I thought there was going to be a joke in there. But, uh... There's no joke. There's only Jesus of Nazareth, King oh, wow. of Kings, and Lord of Lords. All the right. true Christian God. Wow. A strange okay. twist of a strange sort of... Okay. I, I, is, we this should... our, is this our ICP twist? <laughs> the, yeah. The lamb, guys. The The lamb. <laughs> The big one, the big guy. So we should make it clear. Jesus. You know what? Yeah. You, you don't got to do this Emmanuel. Today. Him. All right. You don't got to do this right now. I, I I feel like that's the problem with our mottos is people are like, it's January 2. I need to start z- zacking right now. And you get burned out. And you don't follow through. 
It's just think about it. Think about what you could do that could be improved with the help of another person that, or, or, and how you can help them. That's, what's all, how, that's what it's all about. I, I, this is how I see it working best, right? This is how I think all of our years should be implemented moving forward. I think that this is something that when you find yourself in a situation, right, where you would normally say no or you would normally do something by yourself or you would normally whatever, I want you to hear in your head, collaborating. Mm-hmm. And you say, no, you know what? I could use some help. Thank you for asking. Don't right? be afraid to reach out. That's what I'm saying. So like that, I don't want it to be like, okay, guess I got to go. I don't want you to have to feel that way. You can if you want to. But instead, I want this to be that little, you know, the pebble in the stream that just changes the current a little bit for you. Perfect. Right? Um, that's that's the, how I think it is most actionable as a gentle guide to your year. I would love to collaborate with you two and listen. Jags to do the podcast that we do sometimes. Oh, okay. okay. Sheesh. Kind of rushing it, but let's get into it. It's been 20 minutes. Uh, we take your questions and turn them out like into wisdom. It's an advice show, as you almost certainly Clearly. guessed. My friend is kind of an awkward guy. When he doesn't know how to reply in a text, tweet, post, or chat, he will throw in a random emoji. I think he thinks it's funny, but it's not. At best, it grinds the conversation to a halt and forces the other person to pivot awkwardly because it doesn't make any sense. At worst, the emoji he chooses end up being kind of insulting. For instance, today I asked him would I should get a mutual friend for their birthday, and he replied with a snoring emoji, which was super rude. I told him off, and he didn't get why I was mad, because it was just a random choice for him. How can I teach him the art of emoji use, or even better, get him to stop? And that's from Exhausted by Emojis. I think uh, 2018, collaborate, stronger together, pull the world out of orbit. It's all very important. But I would love to have sort of a secondary thing going on where we ban the use of the word emoji and we try to find a different word for these little guys. Icons. Icons is good. Face cons. Tiny pictures. Tiny pics. Little guys. Are you worried because emojis sound so much like emotions that some people might be confused that emojis is new teen slang for emotions as I was back in 2013? Absolutely. Okay. Um, this is a boy. What a. I'll what tell you a, the problem. The, the problem here is the, uh, clearly the emojis being chosen, excuse me, the tiny pics being chosen are not random enough. Like, what should we get our friend for our birthday? You're going to want to use that little, like the cable car that hangs from the wire that goes between mountain chalets. That would have been Switzerland, great. Right? Yes. That's random. No one's ever going to get offended by SkyTram car. I it, it drives me crazy when the keyboard on my iPhone tries to autocomplete with a picture. <laughs> like I type in bread and it meant like, did you mean a picture of bread? And it suggests that to me. Like, no, I actually didn't. I'm kind, <laughs> I'm kind of 37 years old, so I'm just gonna keep using words for now. If that's a, I did the last thing I was the person on the receiving end of this shopping list to have to solve a fucking rebus. To, to know what I need from the store. And that, it's and that is what this person, I get having social anxiety and uh, even in sort of telecom scenarios, definitely. Because my go-to is just uh, not responding at all. And I don't know what is worse in this situation, not responding or responding with this sort of random, uh, you know, a, a random sort of piece of art for them to interpret. Because I think right. that's even a little bit more annoying than just like, oh, well, Griffin's uh, anxious and not responding to this. 
my worldview on all this really shifted when I found out one of the emojis means dick. And I think after that mm. moment, I mm-hmm. really had to start getting more careful. I mean, you can't randomly choose emojis when one of them means penis. And Can one we- means butt. Yeah, the um, peach one is a fanny. So what I'm confused about is why how eggplant got picked for this and not the hot dog. Did we ever? Did we have a vote? I don't remember voting Wait, on. Is this. the hot dog emoji just a loose hot dog, or is it not in a bun? No, it's on a bun. But I mean, it's you get the idea. I would have thought it'd be banana or. Well, the, the problem is hot dogs come up in conversation all the time. Uh-huh. I'm very rarely talking about eggplant, but I can't have a conversation about ballpark snacks uh-huh. where, like, I'm uh, people think Do you want to go to the lewd. game and get a penis. You a know? penis. Oh, yeah. No. I guess the context does help there. But do you, now, but I, I guess you don't really use the word eggplant as much as you use hot dog, and that is me. Unless you live in like Italy, and where they eat those dang little purple guys all the dang time, and you think over there people turn text and just like, "Yo, why are you talking to your own mom about dick?" And it's like, no, it's about dinner tonight because we are eating an eggplant parmesan. It would also probably be a problem if like you're just a huge fan of Captain N, and you're just like constantly Jesus recounting. Christ, Travis, what's wrong? It's what happened, just, Griffin? It's just, you've, 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 that's a very obscure reference, my boy. I would like to go back in time now and watch the Captain in cartoons and think of King Eggplant, what was he? Eggplant, Eggplant Wizard. Wizard. Eggplant Wizard is a penis. Yeah. Um, as a representative, excuse me, as a metaphor for a penis. Uh, it's actually from Kid Icarus, which I get. If when you think look at it that way, it's an angel just blasting dongs nonstop. Which maybe <laughs> that game had more sort of heavy religious undertones than we gave it credit for. Actually, you guys, yeah. you guys, Kid Dickerus. Okay. I really feel bad for Eggplant Wizard the day he found out about the whole penis thing. Yeah. That must have been because that's like that's my whole brand. Like his whole brand's kind of wrecked. He's got. Well, He's got an eggplant like on his the end of his staff. Like that's ridiculous now. Mm-hmm. And you know, there was probably a delay too, where he was just like, "I I don't know what this new surge in popularity has been." For- What's that? Oh, well, I'm a sh- I'm a penis now. Shed a tear for the ice climbers who are climbing this whole dang mountain when they get to the top to get the the penis emoji at the top of it, and they they didn't own that. That wasn't their choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so should we talk about something accessible? Yes, please. Um, how about a Yahoo? Yeah, that sounds good. I need to tell you guys something about Yahoo right now on January 1st, 2018. Um, it's fucked. The website is full-blown Y2K kernel panic fucked up bad. <laughs> where is this every- going to be the year we lose it, you think? If this is if this is any indication, then the website has reached it. It has crossed the event horizon down the 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 internet drain because I'm looking at it now. All the elements on the page are aligned in a single column, meaning they oh, are yeah. all just on top of each other. Meaning I can't read a lot of it, which was difficult. I had to like pick questions that didn't have a lot of additional details. Wait, and this was like all of the questions? And Everything. Like- the website. It's fucking gone. It, 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 Y2K hit it 18 years late. It's fucked up bad. So I have a question here that I'm very drawn to because I can't read any of the additional details about it. And with that in mind, I want to dive into this one. Abby sent it in. Thank you, Abby. It's from, I don't know. It's covered up. But it's asked by a person who's named 
I'll call them Ronaldo, asks, Can I eat twice at Denny's? <laughs> what does this mean? Does this mean can I eat there twice in one week or twice in one day? Or, how I like to interpret it, you've just ordered and completely eaten, either on a dare or voluntarily, you know, a Denny's egg mess. And then they say, here's your check, and you pay it, and they bring it back, and they say, all right, you have a nice day. And you say, actually, hold on a minute. I think I'd like to go again. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'd like to go again. And you can walk me back up to the host table and walk me back down to either this seat or a different seat if you'd like to. But I think I'd like to do a Denny's again. Can I do go one more again? One more again, please. One more again? And you're wondering why not one just order den. two entrees in the same... Nah. It's twice at the Denny's. Huh. <laughs> I, so, I, well, bring me the check for round one. Yeah. And then let's fire, like let's fire it up again. And let's see, and I want to compare and contrast, you know, certain elements of service. I might, do you order the same dish again and just check their consistency? Ooh. Because at Denny's, when you get the egg mess, I imagine consistency is not a top bullet point sort of strength. When there. you when you guys go out to eat and you order, right, mm-hmm. and the, the server person takes away your menu... Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel this moment of completely uh, irrational panic when they take the menu away? Every single yeah. time. Okay. Every Absolutely. single time. Especially if they have, uh, this kills me when they have a lot of fun cocktails yeah. in, mm-hmm. in there. Like, actually, I'm going to drink more. So go ahead and yeah. leave that f- with the table, or, place. Or, you know, cool pictures of food and people eating them that I might just want to enjoy during my yeah. meal. And yeah. recreate. And we create with my great friends. <laughs> and and you know, that's, that's how I feel, especially if they have a lengthy dessert section in the menu. And I'm just like, but I don't know if I want that like, yet. Okay, so uh, we'll have that right out. Let me grab your menus. Well, hold on a moment, because I seem to have fallen in love with one of the people inside the menu. And I need to, I would love to have them here with me, dining oh. with me. <laughs> I'm going to cut them out and Lars and the real girl them. Um, do you have the contact info for your menu models? Do you think Please. it's because they don't want you to compare the pictures of the food? That with is the definitely food that it. That's right. in it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you should just accept that if you're eating at a restaurant with pictures of the food in the menu, it ain't going to look like that. They're not going to yeah. get it right. They're That's not going to ironic, do that isn't good. it? Yeah. It is. They are always off put when you're like, well, actually, I'm going to hold on. Oh, you're going to. Oh. Okay, okay, well, uh, I guess let, mm, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to check with my manager. And here you'd need to, because you'd if need you, to plan for round two during round one. I'd like to do Applebee's it, again. They should really have enough menus for everybody to enjoy a menu while they're at the <laughs> restaurant. Why don't they have enough for everyone? <laughs> this one's, this one's mine. You borrowed it to me for yeah. the entirety of my meal. Well, I'll tell you, before anybody tweets to this, having worked in the restaurant industry, is because people are horrible monsters, and if you leave their menu with them, they will inevitably get food in it and stuff and ruin the menu. That's why so many menus are laminated. But that's my fucking right. That is my God-given right, inalienable, given to me in the Bible, to ruin the menus at the restaurants I go to. What about this? Print it off, piece of paper, right? When you hand it to someone, when you sit them down at the table, you hand it to them, you say, that's yours to keep. Yeah, yuck uh, it up. Here's it's yours. Three, here's that three crayons. It says Todd at the top. That's here's yours. Three, here's three crayons. Have fun. Yeah. 
Go to town. And you know when you see kids' menus that do do this. Travis, by the way, you've just invented kids' menus. And uh-huh. you see them coloring on it and not really engaging in conversation with everybody else at the table. You know you look at them like, oh, damn, that looks fun. Damn, oh, that, that looks, looks good. Sick. They got this whole activity there to do. Oh, I love, I I love never, that activity. I never doodle, and I never do little jumbles. I would love to do a jumble right now. How instead good? Of talking would- about my, you know, my friend, how it's going at work. How good would it be if people started the like awkward dinner conversation and you looked up like, uh, I'm halfway through my maze, so, <laughs> so just you. pump the brakes. You're gonna have to circle me. back a thing which I cannot do because I keep running into all these dead ends. <laughs> We're so off topic about double double time. Double food. Can you? Yes. Should you? Yes. Next question. <laughs> Can you do you have to go to the back of the line? Or can you like, do you get preferential treatment because you're you're kind of a repeat? I feel like customer. if there's a line long enough that you would have to wait, you might talk yourself out of it while you're Just, in the line. I, I can't imagine how I would feel as a Denny's employee if a customer finished. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, sorry, Bill. Okay, great, thank you. Stood outside silently, but like mouthing the words, counted to sixty, and then walked back in and said, "Like one for Denny's, please." Yeah, like. I think I just called the police. Yeah, for 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 everybody in the situation, that would probably be the best sort of outcome. Do you think Denny themselves would show up at that point and say, "Like you've done it, you've solved my puzzle. The empire is yours." Now you're <laughs> in you charge know, of Denny's. You know uh, the story about the boy who got all of the Denny's he wanted. <laughs> he had to get his stomach pumped. You my didn't wa- finish your first egg mess. You get nothing. Good day, sir. <laughs> I, my big worry would be that the Frisch's big boy would be watching from across the street. Like, mm. that's painful. It hurt enough that you went one time to over to Denny's, but he knows that you're full now. Like, you don't even want to come see what I have to offer. I thought but, I was your big boy. I thought I was your big boy, you said. You said I was your big boy. The other night, I ripped my pants at a local bar. I, th- that's not me, Justin, talking, although it very well could be. Uh, except for me being at a bar, uh, I guess. I stayed until the end of the event I was watching. How much do you have to rip your pants to leave immediately? <laughs> Is this a condition that you can, quote, pull off? And that's from Split Decision in KC. Hmm. Man, I don't want to get too Andy Rooney on it, but, like, I've seen pants in all kinds of different states of both array and disarray. And just not question the fact that it was like a a, a legitimate style decision, um, and so I feel like I'm not the best person to ask this question. But I do want to state that right now uh, and last night at the New Year's Eve event, I am and was wearing my ripped pants. I ripped on an episode, of my brother, my brother, and me. I can't let these things go. I love them. I'll never let go. What? What? When did you tear them? When he was oh. trying to pull his pocket out. I was trying to pull my pocket out toward the pants. And oh, that, yeah. this is a small hole, and I think that's acceptable. Although you can, if you look very closely, see Meandies. The question stands, how far would you have to rip your pants before just sitting down until you're done isn't an option? Well, if it's on your butt, you can sit down for as long as you want, because that's where the butt is. I don't know if you know that, Trav, but the butt uh-huh. is on the back, and it's that's where the seat That's a great point goes. about where the butt is. That yeah. is where the butt is. You are The butt's right. on the back, and that's also where a chair goes. So I think my pants would have to rip from my waistband above my butt all the way around to the waistband at the front. 
It's going to have to Travis is right. It's going to have to be a logistical issue. It's going to have to it's going to have to be a like cold comfort issue. Yes. If it if it is no longer comfortable because you're letting too much of the elements outside inside and your shit's not, you know, freshness locked, then I think it's probably time to get up and go. Right. If they've become chaps. Yes. You if definitely- at any point they become chaps and you didn't make that decision before you left the house, then it's probably time to get in the car and go home. You know, I, I was actually thinking about this because, like, now since having a baby and carrying around a diaper bag that has, like, changes of clothing and stuff in it, I thought about, like, why do we ever give that up? Like, why do we ever give up, like, having a backpack that's just like, yeah, at any given time, I have another pair of pants and another shirt in there, just, like, whenever. <laughs> Right? Like, no. my life becomes way more rough and tumble the older I get, it seems. Does it? No. What's go- What's going on? No, come on. You can't just say a bunch of shit. I what's- eat a lot of strawberries, and I just get really into <laughs> them, you know? All right, so Travis is a big, yucky brown bear, just making well, just a mess saying, in, like, the, in the brambleberry patch. This is not the first time we've had a question about someone ripping their pants and be like, what do I do now? And the thing is, I understand this, because this happened to me once when I was working at Best Buy, and I, I ripped my khakis. And I had this moment of like, well, yeah. here I am. Well, then let me suggest this: instead of a what backpack, instead of a backpack you carry around everywhere, which that's an issue because somebody's like, "Uh oh, Travis's backpack looks a little bit thinner." So I'm wondering what happened. They're gonna assume it was a Dookie mistake, and <laughs> you don't maybe necessarily want to own that. Instead of that, a backpack that you carry around everywhere because a lot of places won't let you in with a backpack because they think you're a thief, and mm-hmm. they won't say that to your face. But I will. Instead of a backpack, what about a series of dead drops located uh-huh. in some of your most your most frequent oh, haunts? So you yes, go to yes, your yes. local your local bar is a great place for this because the local bar, um, like Dookie mistakes, probably aren't even like the number one thing here. It's like There's a spilled, drink spilled, spilled There's... Jo- drink spilled, nacho cheese whoopsies, maybe some cher- some uh, escaped cherry from some sort of oh the bartender was doing a freaking trick and the cherries went and landed right on your pants and it makes oh. it look like a you know a. Uh, a nasty stain, and so you go to the dead drop that you have in the bathroom, duct taped to the back of the toilet chamber, like in Godfather, but instead of pulling a revolver out that you'll use to kill two men, you pull its new pants. That you use to kill two men. No, no, no. Oh, no, what? no. No, wait, sorry. Don't kill, don't kill with you. Best Buy, but- this is my work. This is my place. And then under this one particular box... Of this one, you know, household device that I know nobody ever uses. Nobody's ever going to buy one of these things. This jalopy. It's just full of new pants that I can use. And if, I was, stain. If, if I was going to do it, I would do this for underwear. Because I think that the odds of me ruining underwear are immensely higher. Well, they're the first line of defense, right? <laughs> That's a, they're, they're, the, yeah. they're the 300 phalanx protecting the captain. Also, okay, I think it would ease a lot of anxiety on my part if I knew that, like, if if my day, you know, was sort of run a little long and I needed a little get up and go, just yeah. the, the ability to just throw on some clean undies, I think would be huge for just my whole mental state. Oh, okay. I'm going to pitch this because this is what I think I would both need and appreciate it most. From now on, whenever I attend some sort of convention, I'm going to duct tape. A, a fresh pair of meundies and socks somewhere in the convention for next year. And then That's, I'll just know that they're there. I mean, why fucking stop there? New undies, new socks, a like nourishing 
face mask that you can just like get in the toilet stall and just like plop that on and a little maybe like a little uh you know five hour energy drink or actually something that is good uh something like good a bottle of water a bottle of water that you can use to just sort of freshen up and then you come out and you're just a new person hello how's it wow you seem what's what must have had a great bathroom trip <laughs> you <laughs> could say that are you talking about a big shit you took <laughs> i don't why know are you, why are you winking at, why are you winking at the camera don't worry about it don't wink, worry about wink. it Care package secured. <laughs> Wink. Self care package. Self care package. package. That's what we call it. Now, at this, where would point, you guys hide? Where would you guys hide? We're all pretty homebodies at this point in our our life uh, trajectories. Where would you drop your your dead drop? Upstairs. That's a bad. <laughs> <laughs> what a lot of flexibility that would give to my day, huh? Yeah, don't you sure. think? Whoa! Look out! I, I I don't know. Probably. Like in in the CVG airport, I tend to be there a lot. Like the in the Max and Armas, is such oh my god, Travis, seed them across every airport in this great country of ours. Mm-hmm. Every time I fly to a new airport, the Atlanta airport, I've the Nashville airport with its long layovers. I have never <gasps> been in the Nashville Hi, airport ooh, and not uh, wanted to. Okay, underwear. let's walk through it. Hi, excuse me. Um, yes, my name is Travis McElroy. This is my license. I'm looking for. A discreet location in the airport where I can duct tape a mysterious package to. It's easier uh-huh. to ask for forgiveness than permission <laughs> on this specific one. They don't listen. Know. The level of discretion, Justin. Yes, there, there's a challenge there. I'm going to have to, but think it's possible. Let me suggest this. You can't just skip out halfway out of a sentence when you do not have an ending <laughs> to the sentence. Well, you can't skip around when you're talking about circumventing airport security measures. I know that there are places where you can, like, there are places in airports where you can, like, rent. Basically, it's like a tiny hotel room for, like, an hour to nap in. What are you talking about? This is the thing. Yeah, it's not thing. in every airport, but, yeah. Yeah, little micro hotels in the airport. I think uh, maybe there's like a locker in there. I if that exists, I could do that. If, or... Is this what the American Airlines Admirals Club is? Like if I went into the ad if I ever got behind those glistening doors, would I just find dozens of duct tape <laughs> underwear to the wall for rich yeah, for rich? Well the folk? original name was the American Airlines Clean Butt Experience. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go to Shoe Shine? Go to Shoe Shine, slip on a hundo, just say I need to keep something here. And then you'll be arrested. <laughs> okay. Damn it. I think that there's something to this though, because I think you could make this like a, a form of geocaching where it's like take oh, some underpants, leave some underpants. Oh Travis. I hadn't even considered the 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 act of, you know, take a penny, need a penny. Right? Like you open up an app on your phone and it is like, oh, do you need fresh socks? Cool. Twenty feet to your right, oh, go down it, that alley. All it would take is one, and I don't want to get too blue here, but bad apple who puts some maybe less than clean stuff in there, and then it's the it spoils the bunch. One bad apple, if you will. I mean, you put literally a bad rotten apple in the bag of dead drop underwear, and it's none of it's going to be wearable. Well, th- well, that is the thing. Like, it, it's no matter how good you are at hiding the stuff, it's always going to be a risk if you start counting on it. Yeah, where it's just like you know what I don't even have to worry about this because I know I got that underpants over there. But if you can't there. count on it, there's no point in this. No, it's there if you need it, and it like oh thank God this worked. But you can't take it for granted that it's going to be there. You can't be like well I have to pee, but rather than find a bathroom, I'm just going to like burn this one. I'm just hey. this is just a burner underpants. This you is can't it. Do that. Collaborate team. Have underpants. Leave underpants. Maybe just start doing this next time you're at the airport. You pack too many underwear. 
and you're leaving. You're not coming back because then all your stuff's done. Mm-hmm. But it's, you got a fresh pair. You don't need it. Just hide it somewhere and put that energy out there in the universe. It's a secret. They'll come back to you. You won't want them to. Could you start? Could you do this mobily? Could you have? Could we have some buttons made up that are like just asking me? I've got them, and then a picture of a wink, and people see that button and they know uh-huh. that you're packing undies for them. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. 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 That's a good conversation too. You're the one with the underwear for me, right? No. A lot of us have red carnations, so <laughs> so we we should have talked about it more before we started. Hey, uh, let's take a break and go over to the money zone. Everybody's going to think that we're messy underwear boys, though, because I just worry that we talked about it for like 20 minutes and people I are going to think, think we're just sort of messy been, underwear boys. We've been doing this show like 369 times, something like that. They, If they wanted to build a case file against our messy underwear abilities, <laughs> uh, they would have plenty of evidence to <laughs> compile a very compelling case. So tell me about Casper Trap. I traveled out of the last like 10 days, nine of them, and... I missed sleeping on my Casper mattress so much, not only emotionally and mentally, but physically. My body craved that Casper comfort. Mm. I missed it so much. And like, this is somebody who you spent three of those days with. Thank you very much. (laughs) Listen, I love you and I love my in laws and I traveled to LA and I love my friends and I love my coworkers and shit. But not. I don't love any of you as much as I love my Castor mattress. I'm sorry. My Castor mattress is my closest and dearest friend. He's always there for me, wrapping his loving arms around me. I love him, and it's so comfortable. Oh, it's the best. It's do the you, best. I love it. Do you, you want to talk do, about how people yeah. can secure their own Castor? What are you doing? Oh, we have an ad. Oh, I was just talking about how much I love my Castor mattress. Well. Casper mattresses combine multiple supportive memory foams for quality sleep service with the right amounts of both sync and bounce and sounds and bink. And you can be sure of your Casper <laughs> purchase with a hundred nights risk-free sleep on it trial. So start sleeping ahead of the curve with Casper. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash my brother and using the promo code my brother all one word at checkout terms and conditions apply i want to tell you about stamps.com can i tell you about stamps.com because we're a podcast and we're the only ones that are going to tell you the truth about stamps.com and here it comes it brings you all the amazing services of the u.s postal service right to your computer and that's the dang truth about it you can just use your computer you can print out any official u.s postage for any letter or package any class of mail and you let the mailman pick it up no leaving the office, no lugging mail to the post office, no more hassle. It's super convenient. It's great. Sometimes maybe you don't have time to leave the house and, and go, you know, run errands. And so with Stamps.com, they bring the errands t- to you, which, God, I wish that literally this service was offered for, um, like, everything I have to do in my life. Thank Actually, you, I yes. say that, but it pretty much is. We're getting there. We've, I was going to say, it's 2018. Yeah. Uh, right now, you can too can enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. Are you ready for a happier new year? Well, I hope so. Just go to Stamps.com and click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in my brother. That's Stamps.com. Enter my brother. Uh, I love to mail shit. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Cool, cool. I'm, I'm getting pretty excited about this. I'm signing up right now. Are you? Are you really? Is that why you're not reading the Jumbotron? Yeah. Hold on. I'll get. I'll get back to it. Okay. 
Um, uh, news Goblins is a weekly podcast fe- focused on hard news, not hard news. news nerd I mean, news. It, is hard, it is it is challenging sometimes. Challenging hard nerds, <laughs> hard nerds <laughs> get swole with these hard nerds. Nerd news, nerd culture, nerd relationships, and maybe goblins. News Goblins is hosted by Jared and Leslie Anderson, real live married weirdos with graduate degrees in writing and publishing credits in places like Asimov's. Drabblecast and Escape Pod, Jared and Leslie are curious, silly, creative professionals who love to discuss serious and not so serious topics with a mix of humor and insight. You can find out more at newsgoblins.com. Or on and, uh, iTunes. Just yeah, search iTunes for News Goblins. Yeah. <clears throat> I got another message here from Clayton, and it's for Yoshi, Eli, and Ruggles. Hell yeah. Those are some choice names Fuck all around. Yeah, dude. Told you I'd get one. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Got a little, went a little hard there. Anyway, congrats on being the coolest group of people ever and inspiring me to create every single day. Collaborate Here, team. Collaborate team. There it is. Here's to another year of talking to bears, gambling with goblins, and going to banger for chicken wings. I love you, time traveler boy, stab child, and Yoshi, but spelled with a B emoji. And as always, Rudy dies. I that's that pretty seems sure it's like Bang Bangor, Maine. Bang Bangor uh, just does not trip off the tongue in the same way. But yeah, I, I just banger. I bet they have a lot of fun with that turn of phrase up there. Though, like it's a banger. It, get it? Yeah, it's our town, kind of. Um, boy, I'd love to go eat some chicken wings. That's my main takeaway from this sweet message. Uh, I we have one more message. This is uh, for Claire. It's from Ivy. It says, Claire, I need to tell you something. I'm gay. I know this is sudden. I'm not sure if you suspected when you proposed to me. (laughs) I look forward to building a forge in our backyard where we'll create powerful silverware and other sacred artifacts to pass down to our children. I love you. This is the fucking best. There is very little punctuation in this message, which makes it, it, it reads like a, like a, just a very energetic that's a lot of sort of thoughts and ideas crammed I, into this, this knowing message, the, and I adore it. Knowing the speed at which people had to operate to get a Jumbotron in 2018, <laughs> I think we're going to see a lot of fucking radical stream of consciousness yeah. Jumbotrons this year. E. Cummings, like, slam poetry. SF Sketchfest is just around the corner, January 11th to 28th, and there will be plenty of Max Fun shows there to represent. We're bringing Judge John Hodgman on the 11th, Jordan Jesse Go with special guest Andy Richter on the 12th, Schmanners on the 14th, We Got This with Mark and Howe also on the 14th, The Greatest Generation and Friendly Fire Podcast Super Show on the 17th, Pop Rocket host Guy Branham's talk show The Game Show on the 19th, and One Bad Mother on the 21st. You can learn more about these shows and get tickets at MaximumFun.org slash SFSketchFest18. Get your tickets now. How about a Yahoo? Yep. Okay, again, it's a it's fucked up really bad. Uh, it was sent in by Level 9000 Yadru, Drew, Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. And it's from, I don't know, but I'm going to call this one, uh, Esther asks, Who do you think will win in a fight, your mailman or your garbage man? Ooh. And let's just, let's just gen- gender neutralize this and mail carrier or sanitation worker i guess yes um 
these two have been obviously beefing for a long, long time, and it's a secret war, kind of like the Underworld movies or the Twilight movies where the the vampires and uh, lycanthropes are sort of at each other's throats. There is a secret war constantly going on, and like read like in literally any book or uh, you know Google it or whatever. But the mail carriers of our country and the sanitation workers of our country, uh, secret underground war fought at night, and nobody sees it, nobody knows about it except for us. Also, now. just real quick, it's four twenty right now, so we're recording. I'm Thank just you trying to observe yes. it. Okay, Thank okay, you blaze, blaze one out, and um, the secret war between mail and I have a really hard time putting my finger on what the solution because I think there's more mail carriers, right? So they have the 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 personnel advantage here, but we cannot discount the sanitation workers, big, powerful, and sometimes automated trucks. Yes, that's exactly what I was gonna say. They they are literally driving like tanks. Yeah, they got tanks and uh, the mail carriers though they do have everything that's ever been mailed to use as Weapon weaponry in their their proud fight, and God knows I I've bought a bunch of swords on Amazon. dot com, and so they've got those working for them. Mm-hmm. And the tr- but the trash people, the trash ones, have all the gar- the swords I've thrown away, which is a considerable amount because I can't have oh, two two hundred freaking swords in my house. So. That's well, true. And, Garbage and- carriers will have accessible swords, yeah, because um, they'll know. They've they've been cataloging sort of where the swords are, but every sword that they have access to has been discarded for you know unneeded unneeded swords. The mail carriers are going to have to guess at which boxes hold new swords. So you're kind of like a lot of times they're going to get like a baguette or something that someone mm-hmm. has mailed in a sword box as a joke, uh-huh. right? Well, and not only that, but your mail carrier is going to have access to everything right that's been sent to you. But your garbage carrier or garbage sanitation worker is going to have access to everything you're ashamed of and are trying to get rid of. Uh, you're now, suggesting that they could blackmail you somehow. Well, if we're looking at this not as like a 1v1 war, but rather more like, you know, when the sun and the wind tried to figure out who's more powerful to see if they could get the human to take their jacket off. That's not what this is. That's not what this is. And that makes me uncomfortable. I don't, they're not fighting for us. We, we, that, that is. Whichever side that, wins, that we lose. a weird sort of like, um, like neoconservative fantasy, but that I do not espouse. This is. And they've got their reasons. It has nothing to do with us. They got their own reasons. They got their own their own inspirations for this battle. And it's just a big, big street fight. And they're doing it at night in the dark hour when none of us can see it or underground. And that's all there is to it. And I just, I'm so torn. And I'm so sad that Yahoo is so deeply fucked up because I see little teases and hints at the great comments in here that I can't read all of. But uh, here's here's a fragment. Aids in diesel fumes all day and never gets out of his truck. The vehicle does the actual work. I don't know which one that's talking about because both have trucks that they ride around in a lot. Uh, somebody says a switchblade or a butterfly. What could that possibly mean? But did we'll never know because Yahoo's all garbled. Do you know that both uh, like garbage trucks and mail trucks both dispatch from the exact same place? That and true? then they return. They return to the same place, and there's a lot of tension in the air as they all mm. clock. It's like that scene where, like, the wolf and the sheepdog are both clocking in, and they're like, oh, "Another day at the office, right?" That- but then out there on the streets, 
It's war. It's that makes war. a lot of sense because there was one time I opened up my mailbox and there was a stinky banana peel and two old bottles in there, and right. not my. And I looked and my mail was in the garbage can. The garbage. The sanitation workers can take the mail away from the mail carriers and throw it in their trucks, and then it's trash. <laughs> and I think that's a huge power play. It's a huge advantage. It's a huge power because you can't. The mail carrier can't take the trash away and put it in a box and put a stamp on. I mean, they can, but at great personal expense. Uh, I but it's nothing like the power play of like, oh, you just delivered those. Cool, cool, cool. Let me just and then swipe them. It's a federal crime, but like, are you going to get in the truck to find them? Find the evidence? I don't think so. Gosh, we can't. Dis- we cannot discount. The garbage truck's huge automated crushing arms. It's huge. We you can't get rid of a body, that. get rid of whatever. Well, or get rid of a living person, because that arm grabs you. If it gets its hand on a person, uh-huh. I think you're already dead. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that it once yeah. once the grabbing process of that huge, huge uh, trash yeah, yeah. arm has got you, you're pretty much you're pretty much done already. There is no exit because it basically lowers you into the big trash mouth. It's like the it's like the people who say like when you fall off a mountain or something it's not you, you die before you hit the ground no, you yeah, have like a heart as soon as that arm gets his hand on you cuz it will not there is no forgiveness there is no escape you know emergency eject button probably yeah my mail carrier uh I saw him with a big sack of packages carrying up to my porch on like I think it was uh probably about 5 days before Christmas I was like hey hanging in there and he said I'm just living for the 26th it's like man cool <laughs> Happy holidays to you too, well, my damn, friend. I didn't even think about that. There's a week here or so where the mail carrier is going to have their hands full, and by which I mean literally full of uh, holiday deliverables, and not necessarily a glaive or a halberd. And the guy, I feel like the 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 sanitation worker doesn't necessarily have that same. Yes, obviously they're dealing with maybe more boxes or whatever, but I don't think they're going to be at at as that, much of a disadvantage. The first trash day after Christmas, I ruined, <laughs> I ruined my mail, my tra- sanitation workers with just a the a level a number of pink boxes that are just unfathomable to me i wish i could have looked at my trash like eight years ago and just be like no 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 really i promise you're gonna carry all of this out i swear to you seriously oh shit okay i've always wondered about because sometimes when you order something from amazon the item is in a box already but then amazon puts it in another box i hate that but what if that's just the mail carriers fucking with the sanitation workers like, oh. guys, guys, I put it in another box. That <laughs> way I'll with two this, boxes. It's probably where this beef got started. Yeah, absolutely. Stop with all the boxes. Just put a stamp on this vacuum cleaner. Don't even right? put it in a box. Just put a stamp on it and mail it. It's fine. They're going to take it out of the box anyway. It's This is probably one of the main causes and also the assassination of the Duke of Trash. Yes, <laughs> also that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to talk of, about it, but nobody talks about it. But it sent ripples through the through the, and and really caused this huge scur- scuffle. How about uh, another question? Yeah, uh, I'm spending some of my holiday at my grandparents' house, and I'm pretty drunk. Cool. I went. In, cool. Thank you. I went into the cold room. What? I went into the cold room to refill my drink. What's a cold room? The cellar. What is a cold room? Sorry, we can't continue the question right now. What is a cold room? What um, is a cold room? It's a cold it is just a cold room. 
Like in the base, it's like a cold room in the basement. Okay, like cold this is storage. like a northerner thing. It's like a root cellar, a room in the back of the basement that was naturally chilly. We put bins oh. of potatoes from the garden in there, and they kept all winter. It's like a big fridge. It's like the it's like the you know the refreshment zone at a gas station. It's like a big fridge that sometimes ruins everything you put yeah, in there. Okay. Okay, okay, fine. So I went in the cold room to refill my drink, and I saw a gun. It's my granddad's old air rifle. And while it looks like it hasn't been used for ages, it seems in good repair. And also, it looks really cool. So I check it out, figure out how to load it and cock it, but not how to uncock it. So I ended up pulling the trigger just to uncock it. After all, it had spider webs all over it. It won't be loaded. There, Bad logic You have made there. so many issues already. Crack, and there's a hole in my granny's wall. I put the gum back, taking my drink, and now I'm sat in the living room with my mom, dad, sister, and granny watching the end of Skyfall. <laughs> It's been 20 minutes since I punched a hole straight through the cold room. How do I break the news? And that's from Naughty, Not Nice in Newcastle. I'll say, that's pretty naughty, bud. Let's just go ahead and preface this by saying, let's preface whatever we're about to say. Don't play with guns. Don't, nobody. Don't play with guns drunk in a No story has ever begun. So I was playing with this gun and ended with, and nothing happened and everything was fine. Uh, yeah, play even if it's guns. an air rifle, it's still bad. A bad. A Clearly, bad you punched everybody. a hole in the cold room. Yeah, ain't gonna stay cold for long. It's a lot of bad potatoes. So or you said northern. You, you have just like made northern. the cold room larger by sharing the cold with whatever bigger room is containing <laughs> maybe the smaller possibly, cold room. Possibly. Um. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe it is a. Yeah, it's. I guess it's a northern UK. Okay, maybe? the thing where okay. I found it being a northern thing is on a website. The subtitle for which is everything about old English sheepdogs. So, okay. who's <laughs> to say right. the veracity? You um, have yikes. broken every rule of gun usage. Number one is, of course, don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. But number two, right after that, is like it's always loaded. You treat it like it's always loaded. It's a dangerous thing. What's wrong with you? Especially when you are. Treat it yeah, like it's loaded when loaded. you are. <laughs> um, Jesus. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun here, but there's also a part of this question that scares the living shit out of me. Um, yeah. So let's, I don't know how to get past that and get into the fun zone necessarily. Now that, he did say air rifle, right? I don't understand. Should that be able to Yes. put a hole through? I guess it would, huh? It obviously has. It did. Well, it I did, mean, especially huh? since it did. let's not pretend like we have any idea what a cold room is made out of. It That's might true. be rice Thank paper. You. I don't That's know. True. All right. You seem efficient, but you're right. You have to say, I mean, you've got to say something. Mm-hmm. James or, Bond did it. James, you blame it on James Bond. I mean, you blame it on whoever you want to blame it on. We're talking about a lot of spoilt potatoes, if I'm going off of this old English sheepdog website. <laughs> It, you, you're talking about Which a lot the of... the new Yahoo. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get off Yahoo and go to oes.org, the Old English Sheepdog uh, Information Hub. Um, it's a lot of bad potatoes, and you can't do that to your grams. So you gotta you got to speak up. Now, who do you blame it on? Travis suggests James Bond. I do yes. not dislike this. You could say it's a new TV technology. For, it's the 4D... Like Captain EO, but instead of spraying water in your face, when James Bond shoots a gun, bullets do come out of the TV. And one, thankfully, you should be fortunate it only destroyed your cold room. You could blame it on your granddad. Blame it on your granddad. 
playing around an old English sheepdog. Wait, is Granddad Wait, still in the picture? Granddad is not in the room watching Skyfall. He, Maybe he's he, upstairs doing something else. <laughs> or in another area of the cold room. Uh, just we also how, don't know how big the cold room is. One of those Christmas Carol. Are there any of the Christmas Carol ghosts that would have done this? Because I know that they're in the UK. You know, right? present. You know, present would fuck around with the air rifle. Like, oh, 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 <laughs> I'm fucked up. Look at the stunts I can do with this gun. <laughs> I feel so good because I'm holding a gun. Like, yo, dude, you need to calm down a little bit. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. I'm in charge now. Oh, God. My brothers and sisters have no-scoped here for ages, and now I am here to play with... Everyone has told me how great it is to play with guns. This is (laughs) ignorance, and this is want. And their KD ratio is a (laughs) joke. Now I have an air rifle. Ho, ho, ho. Now, which movie are we doing now? That was Die Hard. That one was Die Hard, and it was a little on the nose. Can you find some way to create... A locked room mystery. Because if you can't blame it on somebody, blame it on the unsolvable mystery. Although you got to be careful because Sherlock will roll up. Sherlock Mm -hmm. will roll up in this one. You got Sherlock and Poirot up in your neck of the woods. You got to be careful. Then you got to pit them against each other. And that's the only way you win. Locked room mystery is going to be tricky, though. You're going to have to get a wire in through the small hole you've created in the wall and use it to lock the door. That's a pretty easy and lock. And you're going to need a block of ice to melt, but that's going to be hard to do in the cold room. Yeah, it's true. It's going to take a while. Mm. Mm. Stick a bit of gum in there. Stick a bit Just of chewy. A little ducky tape. A little ducky tape or a little bit of chewy, and you're fine. You're probably not fine. Listen. Don't play with guns. We've had a lot of fun here. I think this is actually a very important thing for the three of us to do. Question asker, naughty, not nice in Newcastle. We had a lot of fun with your question. I need you to go get a chair. Go ahead and put it in the corner, facing the corner, and you just sit right there in the chair for 15 minutes. Pause the podcast. You're in timeout. We are literally putting you, I'm assuming an adult, right in timeout. 15 minutes, sit right there. What you did was quite bad, and we had a lot of fun with the question, but we shouldn't have because what you did was a bad thing. Go timeout. Take a a picture from the corner and email it to us on the same thread so we know it's you. Uh, We're going to be doing some punishments here in 2018, so... (laughs) That's kind of be one of our new things is like, if you, okay, all right. If you write in a question to us, you need to accept that you might get a legally binding punishment. And we're going to be punishing some people this year (laughs) for getting out of line and kind of upsetting the apple cart a little bit. And it sounds like you've earned our first punishment of 2018, Naughty Not Nice in Newcastle. So go to the corner and think about what you did. Set a timer on your phone. And don't get on, oh, I swear to God, if you get on your phone and you play your Flappy Bird or a game or you get on Twitter, no. Put your phone away after you set the timer on it, set it down, and you just think, you just think about it. I would also say that you could, if you owned the entire thing and then fixed the hole in the cold room, I think you, that would be acceptable too. I would not want- only that, but, and not to glorify this at all, but that is also a good way to then actually earn a few points because, like, not only were you honest, but you took care of the problem. And you and like you you fixed it and you admitted it. That is a good responsible thing to do. That almost makes up for your irresponsible playing with gun actions. I need photo evidence of either one, whatever option you want to take. I don't really care. I don't live in your grandma's cold room, so Yet. it's it's your call. Yes, <laughs> think that you know twenty eighteen. Who knows? Um, should we wrap up? Yeah, it's been, yes, I believe we should. I've had too much fun already. I can't handle any more fun. Indeed. Um. But people at home, if you're looking for more fun, 
I just guested on a couple podcasts that are going to be coming out soon. Um, I'm on an upcoming episode of Can I Pet Your Dog? Upcoming episode uh, where I returned for an episode of Bunker Buddies. Uh, I just guested on a video that's going to be coming out on Gary Dunn's uh, YouTube channel. But I also just did an episode of Good Christian Fun. Which, that is such a great podcast. Yes, I'm very I, into Good Christian Fun right now. I can't recommend it enough. If you've ever heard Gilmore Guys, uh, Kevin Porter from Gilmore Guys uh, and his friend Caroline uh, are hosting Good Christian Fun. It's a review show of Christian pop culture that neither glorifies Christianity nor makes fun of it. Um, but it just Kevin talks about like why they why they made the things that they made. Justin, there's a Bible Man episode with your name on it, bud. Ooh, nice. Um, let's see. Uh, also coming up very soon. What did you do uh, on your episode? Uh, we did an episode of McGee and Me called Twister and Shout. Fuck, yes. Yes. Um, it was very fun. And that way, Griffin, I just did one episode to leave the door open for you to come on and discuss other McGee and Me episodes. Thank you. I appreciate um, that. But yeah, also coming up in, uh, uh, well, 11 days from today, uh, Teresa and I are going to be at San Francisco Sketchfest. Um, I'm performing in a couple shows, one Friday night, one Saturday night, but then we're doing a Schmanners uh, on Sunday the 14th uh, in the afternoon, and you can find out all the details about that at sfsketchfest.com. And you got the and cruise, we are, too, right? Yeah, and we're doing the Joko Cruise, uh, which is coming up middle of February, February 18th through the 25th. Uh, we're going to be doing Schmanners there as well, just like a bunch of other random things. And like Dad's going to be there. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a good time if you want to come check that out. I think it's going to be an absolute blast. Not only have I never been on Joko Cruise before, I've never been on a cruise before. So I'm super excited about yeah. it. Um, you I'm can find say- out about that. JokoCruise.com. J-O-C-O Cruise.com. I want to say thanks to everybody who uh, pitched in during the holiday season for uh, both Mobim Bam Angels, who just crushed the empty stockings list this year. That That's a thing that when I see people in Huntington, that's like the thing they talk about. And that is so like wonderful. And I hope that you all appreciate like what a change you, you make in our uh, lovely hometown and Justin's current place of residence and everybody who came out to the Candle Nights show and everybody who chipped in on the, uh, the, the Candle Nights star project that Riley spearheaded. Uh, who helped raise up? Uh, I think it was like forty five thousand dollars total for Big Brothers Big Sisters of South Central West Virginia. Uh, they were asking for sixty thousand dollars to uh, help open one of their their closed branches up again, and like the fact that the listeners of this podcast almost single handedly like got there is they weren't so... asking us for it. It's no, 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 no. That was like the their that, that was their big ask they when they they lost their their yeah. funding. Um, the, the the fact that you all came out for that and it, to to such a huge degree is so wonderful and and we love you all so much for it um also want to thank say thanks to john roderick and the long winters for the use of our theme song it's a departure off the album putting the days to bed it's a very good album and thank you to maximum fun for having us on the network go to maximumfun.org and check out all the great free podcasts there because you're going to find a bunch of shows that you're just going to love the heck out of all right well folks uh that's going to do it for us thank you so much for listening and Collabor- uh, Griffin, collaborate team. Collaborate team. Just think, team. About, it. Just think about, about it. You don't got to act on it right now. Just think about it. Uh, and uh, Griffin, you got one more Yahoo for us? Yeah, I have one more off this fucking blighted website. Uh, it's from Andrew Gerald. Thank you, Andrew, for sending this one in. It's by Yahoo Answers user. I can't see it because the website's all fucked up, but I'm going to say uh, Dennis asks. 
What if for the last episode of Frasier, Kelsey Grammer was butt naked the whole time? (laughs) (laughs) My name's Justin McElroy. (laughs) My name's Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, may kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And together we present Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. We explain the historical significance of everyday etiquette topics, then answer your questions relating to modern life. So join us weekly on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. No RSVP required. Check out Schmanners. Manners, manners, get it?